Welcome to the Loomer podcast. That is London Underground Music Review. We are now audible and visual. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, this week on the pod, we have the band Similar Kind from Norfolk, Connecticut. They play upbeat indie rock pop music and recently released their single Nobody Loves You on August 14th. Thank you for being on the podcast, you guys. Yeah, thanks so much for having us. What are your What are your roles in the band? Um, so I'm Julia and I'm the lead singer. And then I'm Ben. I play guitar. I know you guys, the band started with like Ben and Evan and then you got the rest of you kind of came together. Did you all know each other beforehand? Like, were you friends? So I knew Evan from high school. He was in the grade above me. And we kind of met by like, I was at his house because his sister was having a party and mm -hmm. I, I was there and he knew I played music and he was just like, if you get bored, like come downstairs. I have some, like I have a drum set and guitar and we can just you know jam so I got bored and I went downstairs and we just started playing together at this at, and I was like I have this whole setup in my garage that's what's behind me and I was like let's like let's just start making music together and he was like yeah let's do that and we, we played in a couple bands together and kind of like trying to figure stuff out you know as, as most people do when you're in a band and the lineups change and we started to get people in and out and then uh Eventually, um, I knew Julia through another band she had played, and I helped her record like a demo. And eventually, like that band fell apart, and the band I was in kind of fell fell apart. So, um, and we, I was just like, "Hey, let's just let's let's start another band, and you know, like put it all together." And that's how that's how we became a similar kind. Yeah, <laughs> nice. So I heard your your name came from the series Dexter. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I wish there was a cooler way of, I was talking about like, <laughs> like, something cooler. I really need to think on like something that's like, I feel like I would like to have something different every time we say like, what does it mean? And we're just like, every time it gets more ridiculous. <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> I think like I've been saying something wrong every time because I thought that it was like an infomercial at 3 a.m. And then you said it was Dexter. And then I was like, oh shit. Like I've literally been telling people the wrong thing. So it's kind of, it's going, it's going yeah. in the direction. We did an interview on it like a, a month back for a radio station. Evan was like, I was watching Dexter. And I was like, oh, that's so, like, that's not, <laughs> that, that's not that profound. It's very much just like, I don't know. They said some words and I liked them. So. <laughs> No, I think it's funny. I like the idea of changing it every time. Yeah, I just gotta think about it. Right now, it'll just be from Dexter. Um, what do you think you'd be called if you weren't if you weren't called similar kind? Whoa. I don't know how Julia would feel about this, but I feel like it would be called like Ben in the the band. I feel like. That would be <laughs> uh, I, don't I don't know. What What do you think, Julia? What What would be our name? Well, it's funny that you said this. I was thinking Julia and the Chipmunks, but I don't. Oh. <laughs> so when did you guys start making music individually like what draw you each to making music in the first place well I feel like Hannah Montana always implanted um the idea of wanting to do music stuff in my mind as like a like she was like that that rock star role model but then I guess like freshman year of high school I like really like wanted to be in a band and when like daydream about like being on a tour bus um junior year was when like like I started my first band and I actually like got into singing and stuff um for me I actually got like a voucher for like free guitar lessons from my aunt when I was eight or nine 
and kind of did that for a while. And it was like, you know, every basic guitar lesson you go to, it's some old guy and you have a shitty acoustic guitar and he's like, all right, here's some chords. And you learn to play some chords. And uh, eventually like I got a better guitar teacher and it was like, what songs do you like? And it's like I like Jimi Hendrix. And it's like, okay, here's a Jimi Hendrix song and you're gonna, and all I did was play like Jimi Hendrix, the Beatles. And like, that's how I learned music from playing songs like that. And then just playing it over and over. Like every time I found a new band is getting like obsessed with that and learning that and guitar and continuing to do that. And then eventually just, you know, getting into high school and being like, I want to be in a band, you know? Yeah. I was going to ask, what did you guys listen to growing up? Hmm. Like, do you remember what your first album was or? Well, my dad is into a lot of the same music I am into. So he like, like the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, like a lot of like classic rock. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely the Beatles. I have vivid memories of being like 10 years old and listening to like Maxwell's Silver Hammer by the Beatles. It's like a super scary song. And he's talking about like his teacher. Oh, it's interesting. It's like him, 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 Paul McCartney singing about a kid who just murders people with a hammer. And I have like vivid memories of like going to sleep and <laughs> that record over like my speakers and being like terrified because it's like, like weird song and he's like singing about how uh maxwell kills his teacher and like his parents and all this stuff and it's like supposed to be like all happy and it's so strange but that's wild yeah. i've never i've never even heard of that song yeah. <laughs> that's so funny you think of the beatles as being like more upbeat like upbeat. you start to listen to the words and you're like oh my god yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like like pumped up kicks where it's like a really happy song and it got really popular and then you listen to it and you're like, this is really dark. This is it's super like, dark. It's for sure like that, but imagine like weird like carnival kind of piano because the Beatles are just weird like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like my I remember two albums that like like from my childhood specifically, which was the ELO like greatest hits album that my mom would play all the time and then Michael Jackson like when he died my mom would play like the history album like all the time and then I got like so into Michael Jackson so I feel like for me like growing up it was those two bands honestly that had like a huge impact on me what about first live performance that you went to like your first concert uh I saw the Red Hot Chili Peppers when I was three nice I'm just imagining like three-year-old Ben like they used to do this they used to do this thing in like a long time ago it was at the Meadowlands in New York City where like the Giants play and there's like the IZOD Center right next to it and you would go early and everybody would park their cars in the parking lot and kind of hang out and they'd play like you know whatever music beforehand and everybody's like grilling my dad has pictures of me like on top of his car like dancing at three years old like oh my God. that's so cute yeah. that's an intense show for a three-year-old to go to though Red Hot Chili Peppers yeah. oh yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, that album, by the way, is like right around the time when I was three, and that album's like for me. It's like one of those childhood albums that you can't, that I can't not not like because of that. Yeah, I think my first like live show was well, besides Sesame Street Live, I feel like it was like the Hannah or yeah, it was like the Hannah Montana Meet Miley Cyrus tour with the Jonas Brothers opening up for her, and like Classic. that's like a back bill, like that is solid. <laughs> Yeah, that is a packed bill for sure. <laughs> so, um, you guys have toured a little bit so far. Where is your favorite place been? Could be venue, favorite city. Hmm. Yours is probably the same as mine, maybe. I might be wrong. I don't know. I like all the places, but the best experience was in Rochester. 
we played Rochester, New York at this place called The Bug Jar. It was like a Tuesday night or a Wednesday night, and we really thought the show was going to be horrible because it was like one of those things where it's like everybody's kind of like, why is there a show on a Tuesday in the yeah. summer? And you know, I mean, you don't know. And like the first band had played and we were second, and then there was another band after us. And there was only like 10 people there when we started. And we we're like, oh, okay, like I guess this is what it's going to be. It's fine, you know. Like we'll play to 10 people. It's not a huge deal. And then right before we go on, like I would say like 60 or 70 people just like walk in and it, we were like, oh, whoa, what the heck? And we played and it was awesome. And a bunch of like random people were really into it and ended up being like such a good show. And everybody was so nice and wanting to hang out after the show. And it was such a, like, it felt like the most, you know, like when you read like a biography book and they talk about like, they're like, we were on tour, we did all this stuff. And that's what it felt like. Like one mm-hmm. of those, like, you'd like write about it in a book. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, because like the, the other band that played after us, like they one of the guys like worked at this crazy art museum. And so he's like, oh, like I work at this art museum, like just come back, we could chill. And it was like insane. There was so much crazy shit in there, like so many different floors. Like it was so freaking cool. You went to an art museum? Yeah, this guy was like, he worked at an art museum kind of like place that was like six stories, had like all these old cars in it. And it was insane. And he's like, yeah, we hang out here all the time. My boss doesn't care. We're like, really? He's like, yeah, we're going to go hang out on the roof. And like, it was like a group of like 10 of us just go to this roof. And it was just all of us hanging out with these people. We had no clue who they were. We had just met them. We we're all just hanging out in this cool art museum. We were like, this is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so cool. It was uh, definitely fun. I also have really good memories of Philadelphia just because we played in this like 95 degree weather warehouse place. When we were all like when I, I swear we were we were all sweating so much it was like a sauna because the AC broke in this it was it was called the Anthorna Gallery and there was like maybe like forty five people squished into like a little tiny like room that was so hot oh no it was so I just remember being so sweaty afterwards and just being like like I had just jumped in a pool like it was so yeah. good. but it was like a good show like people were into it that was fun. New York's always fun to play. Like we played, we were supposed to play a show in New York, like in November and the venue, we showed up to this venue and the venue, I don't know, whoever booked the show wasn't us. So someone asked us to, to play, didn't coordinate well enough. And then I guess the mm-hmm. venue like closed. So there's like a line of people and the door is locked. And everybody's like, what's happening? What do we do? Like, what's going on? And one of the bands was like, well, we have a garage. And all these people just like, we just went and played in this garage in Queens. And all these people just showed up and we just played in a garage and it ended up being really, really fun. It was so, so weird. It ended up being like probably way better than what it would have been in the, in the band. Yeah, I think that's some of the best stuff comes out when you're not expecting much or not expecting anything. And then it just feels like so incredible. Yeah, totally. That's awesome. Do you guys have any places that are like dream locations that you'd love to go someday? LA. Yeah, definitely. LA, LA would be cool. Texas. I'd love to go play. I feel like this is going to sound kind of cliche, but I'd love to play in Portland. I just feel like it would be so no, that'd be cool. Like, yeah, like when we have like like a couple friends in like a band chip nail polish that like would they're from like that area and would love to like play with them. So, definitely like that area. It'd be cool to see too. I've never been there before, so. The West. Absolutely. Like the West Coast because we haven't been out there ever. We've pretty much only just been like East Coast people. Yeah. 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 Same. I'm from Florida, so I've never been past, like, Colorado. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I'd love to, like, go to Seattle, Portland, San Francisco, like, all those places. 
What's the music scene like in your um, hometown in Connecticut? In Norwalk? Non-existent. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's, I don't know. I feel like a lot of it's like a lot of SoundCloud rappers. And then, <laughs> oh, seriously, it's like everybody in high school thinks they can make music that they got a laptop now. And I, I don't, <laughs> you can make music on your laptop. That's so I'm not dissing that. It's just like, yeah. there isn't much to do in terms of like, if you're in a band, it's very much, um, there isn't a lot of places to play. Like, mm -hmm. uh, there definitely is like cool places, like the place we record Factor Underground Studios uh, in Norwalk is a really cool place too, because we record there and also mm -hmm. they have, they're starting to turn themselves into like a venue situation when all of the pandemic stuff goes away. But I mean, it's like us and I don't know what, and then a few other people who play as a band, but they kind of like, it's like they're in a band, they're not a band. It's kind of like not as solidified, I would say. Yeah. There's a few people here and there that make music, but it's not bands, they're more just, um, themselves but Connecticut is really cool I would say like out, outside of Norwalk there's way more bands for sure yeah especially like upstate Connecticut which was it was hard for us to like break into that because like we didn't really know any of the people but then like like a few shows that we played upstate then immediately we were just like immersed in like this insane um this insane scene that is like filled with so many great bands that we've become like super good friends with um, yeah, but it was like hard to break into because there's the distance. Um, right, you don't know about it. We didn't know about it at all. Like we were playing shows in in these places, like for one summer when we were kind of still playing covers and playing like three or four songs, like off our first EP that we had wrote. We were just playing like covers and playing wherever we could, like only like within like a ten minute drive or so. And then we put out that first EP, and then I don't know how, but a bunch of people found it and were like hey, want to play this thing? Want to play that thing? Want to play this? Want to play that? And they all ended up being like these really cool like DIY spots or and meeting all these awesome bands. You're like, what? This is Connecticut. And you just become really close with everybody. And now it's like, you know, it's like a like a little like family almost of like people always looking out for each other. Every time new music comes out, everybody's always there to promote it or be like, check this out from this, from this band. And everybody's like really nice to each other, which is really awesome to see. Yeah. All right. First game is the over under rating games first category an animal other than humans they think is over or underrated animal other than humans that is over mm -hmm. oh man i think that ants are very underrated like ants are like the craziest things like ants yeah. like the other day i was watching two ants carry like this dead bug up the side of a tree and then another ant is like fighting them to get this other dead bug and they're like fighting him off also while scaling the side of a tree yeah like they're crazy <laughs> one, of, <laughs> one of my other interviews that i did um one of the questions was an ask reddit question it was like if each human has like 1.4 million ants is what we have and if they attacked like how would you deal with your 1.4 million ants that was the question they had to answer <laughs> You went with underrated, yeah. so I'll go with overrated. I'll go with overrated. I'm gonna Over. do. I'm gonna say dogs. Dogs are overrated. They're nice. I like dogs. Love okay. dogs. But I feel like people talk about them too much. And they yeah. post. <laughs> I know I have three cats. I'm gonna say it. I like them better than dogs. That's what I'm gonna That's go. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. Dogs are cool. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying they're a little overrated. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> uh, beverage of any kind, alcoholic, non-alcoholic. Over underrated. Hmm. Okay. Uh, overrated uh, alcoholic drink is definitely White Claws. Oh yeah. Yeah. For any sure. any type of hard seltzer, I think, in uh, my opinion, is a little overrated. I don't like. I, I like dogs. This one don't like. 
they taste they taste I don't even know it's like water yeah. with the breeze sprayed into it yeah <laughs> <laughs> it tastes like it tastes like air fresheners right yeah, yeah. yeah exactly yeah. Like air freshener it's kind of like alcoholic LaCroix basically yeah and that's yeah. Like, that's like you're drinking it and then someone's like screaming the flavor from the other room <laughs> I love that yeah I think orange juice is a very overrated, like, juice. I feel like there are mm -hmm. a lot of other very, I don't know, just more pleasant juices. Yeah. Like, orange juice is fine, but it's, like, mm. the best essential. The worst taste ever is after you brush your teeth and then you drink orange juice. That's what I'm saying. I don't think there's, <laughs> worse, there's anything that's ever tasted worse than that. Oh, my Moment. God. What Cranberry. Grape. Oh my god, yeah, exactly. Grape juice, like, a solid, like, white grape juice. Oh my god. Underrated drink, white grape juice. 100%. No one ever talks about it. It's amazing. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, what about a musical instrument? Any musical instrument? Overrated guitar. I feel like, yeah, <laughs> along those lines, also overrated ukulele. Oh. Like, yes. <laughs> oh my god. It was like a period there where everybody had a ukulele. In high school, like all the yeah. girls learning like, to play like four chord songs. Yeah, oh my god, yes. Girls playing these, no these ukuleles and they're like, I know, Riptide. <laughs> it's like, okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll go with that too, ukulele for sure. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay, what about um, a just a name for a person or a pet? Overrated names. Overrated. Ben. Overrated. Too many. <laughs> too many Ben's. Too many Ben's. You know how many times I meet somebody and they go, "My name is Ben," and I'm like, "God, no." <laughs> Every time you're just like, "Damn it." Yeah. I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I feel the same way about my name too. Like, I really like my name. Like, separate from the world. But then going to college, I met like 17 Julias, and I just. I'm like, I don't want it anymore. Like, yeah. I'm like, hi, my name is Ben. It's like, not quite. <laughs> movie. Over-underrated movie. Mm. Okay, for overrated movie, I'm going to say Pulp Fiction, and I feel like Ben's going to get mad at me for this. Uh, I like no, the, I agree. I, I agree. Like, I like the movie. It's very, I, yeah, it's definitely, like, talked about way too much, for sure. Top I'm not going to say I don't have a poster on my wall of that movie right now. Yeah, you literally. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with uh, underrated. Underrated. Um, um, I don't know the first Planet of the Apes movie, the first one from the '60s. Okay, I haven't seen that one. Got a really good twist. Okay, and then to finish off, a band or artist over underrated. Overrated. Got it. Mac DeMarco. Yeah. But yeah, he has talked about it a lot. I feel like everybody's like, they, when they talk about indie, they're like, Mac DeMarco. There's so many other great, great bands. That's Under, true. Underrated? Hmm. Uh, oh, um, what's that song? Oh, more, okay. I have two opposites. I have a, an over and underrated of this. Um, the More Than a Woman, More Than a Woman by the Bee Gees, like, more than a woman, like, Mm -hmm. That's, I feel, is far overrated, and I think the original Tavares version of that song is very underrated. I've never heard of the. I didn't even know there was an original version. You have to listen to that version. It's like it's by What's like a uh, Tavares. 
like t-a-v-a-r-e-s and it's like okay. so good it's in a different key it's like i love that song so much but no one ever talks about it no one knows it exists yeah okay i'll look it up a really good bg song is tragedy that song slaps you ever heard that song tragedy by by oh man i don't you think i've heard it though thought staying alive was good <laughs> yep. tragedy he goes in that high voice it's crazy it's really is, good is it the ones like that's like tragedy yes yes that it's one? That. okay yeah that is a good song that song slaps oh there's <laughs> a, I, can't, I can't say the name of the band but there's this french band that's really really good and they have a song called foul or faux lion belt dance or whatever yeah. however you say it <laughs> your french accent they're really 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 good um, all right, that's it for the over-under rating game. Uh, main hobby outside of making music? Um, definitely cooking. Over, yeah. like, the start of the quarantine, I've been, like, cooking so much. Um, I found a new, a new love for, like, cooking, which I never had before, so. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't do anything. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not sure. I don't know. I guess going outside more, I did go for a lot of walks. When I yeah. was getting not bored with music, but being like, okay, there's way too much time in the day now. Whereas before, it's like everything's so like structured. Right. So, yeah, I went for a lot of walks. I would say a lot, a lot of a lot of nice walks around my neighborhood. Me too. Um, have you guys ever dealt with anxiety or stage fright about performing, or do you find it just like the easiest thing in the world? Um, I feel like I get very worked up before most shows. Um, it depends on like how the show is going, whether or not that anxious feeling like stays or goes. If it's just like going, I don't know if it goes like really well, then like, or like if it seems like it's going really well, then it's, it kind of like releases a little bit. But then if like the tiniest little thing goes wrong, then I feel like I'm like, like then I get more nervous about it, which is something I definitely totally. have to work on. Like I feel like I need to just release that and like really enjoy it. Cause I feel like it takes away from the enjoyment of it, which kind of sucks. Like Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I feel like every show has at least one moment. I get like a little bit anxious or like sweaty palms or something. Like if something, like she said, kind of like one thing goes wrong or like forget to turn the pedal, like the volume to a certain thing for a certain setting and I have to do it with my foot and I'm like, Oh no, but if I turn it up too loud or like, like stuff like that, or like there's a part in the song where I'm like, I know we played this like 15 times during practice, but like the one time before at practice, we, we messed up this part. Are we going to do it again? Are we going to mess it up here? And like yeah. stuff like, that, like little things like pauses and stuff. Or if the show is going to be big or like we're opening for somebody and I really like, like the artist, then it's like, uh, like way more pressure than yeah. just like, a DIY show. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Do you remember what, like, the last cool thing you did before lockdown was? Like, something that, in retrospect, you're really glad you got it in before everything happened? We did a house show. That was yeah. really fun. Literally, I like, was too. like, four days before they were, like, no more shows or anything. Mm -hmm. That was a lot of fun. It was really cool. It was in a basement. Two bands, Mandala and Night Group, both from Connecticut, that we're friends with. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. There was a lot of dancing and, like, a bunch of sweaty people in a basement so it was like the exact opposite of what was about to come 
Yeah, absolutely. That was <laughs> that was one of my favorite shows I've ever been to was at this place called the Record Mill in Ames, Iowa, was where I went to college at Iowa State University. And it was their last show. They were getting shut down because their neighbors had a new baby and were like complaining about the noise. So they had to stop. But they just had it was just like a normal house in a normal looking just like Midwestern residential neighborhood. And you just go in in the basement, they'd like padded up the walls and you're packed in with really small space, you know? And then they're just blasting, like it was like indie emo rock music. So they're just blasting it in your face. And it was, it was insane, but it was really, really fun. Best shows when you don't know if you're gonna not be able to hear after they're done. Yeah, you're, you're <laughs> like ringing. You're like, that's so loud, but I love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, what have you guys been listening to over lockdown? Give me recommendations for like uh, good chill out music, good uh, calming. Calming? Um, or just whatever. Brian Eno is good. Brian Eno makes like instrumental music. Yeah. It's very, yeah. I listen to it when I can't fall asleep because it's very nice. And then um, the complete opposite. I've been listening to a lot of the Voids. They have this album called The Virtue. That's really good. It's Julian Casablanca's other band. Yeah, from The Strokes, yeah. I really like that. And I've also been listening to the new Strokes record a lot. I really like that record. Oh, um, I feel like I've been listening to a lot of old, like, 80s-type pop. Like, Frankie Valli and the Four Seasons. And, like, old, like, Genesis stuff. I don't know. Shit like that. Yeah. What's something that always makes you feel nostalgic? Hmm. Stuffed animals. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, SpongeBob macaroni and cheese. <laughs> That's so good too. And like fruity pebbles and like oh, yeah, yeah, any yeah. type of kid cereal. Um, last question. What is something that you're known for in your friend group? Like something you always do? I got one for Julia. Falls I don't like <laughs> Everywhere. Falls asleep everywhere. Literally, you'll be like, Julia, look asleep. That's a valuable skill to be not, able to fall asleep anywhere. Not, not when you're in a band. When you're like, hey, Julia, we got to move the, oh, she's asleep. Okay, that is exaggerating. <laughs> hey, Julia, it's time to play. Oh, she's asleep. <laughs> uh, no, but it's valuable when, like, it's like a six-hour car ride. Absolutely, yeah. Wait, I was going to ask, um, do you guys have, this is my favorite question, do you guys have any pieces of, of advice or a favorite quote that you should, like, that motivates you that you keep with you? I, don't, I feel like my... Probably my advice or my thing that I live by is kind of like, don't, don't let people kind of tell you how to, how to do things, especially when it comes to music, like definitely yeah. go with what your, what you think your, like your heart isn't and definitely like, don't let people tell you like, hey, do this or you should, you should try this or maybe instead you should do that or becoming really okay with criticism and understanding that, that kind of stuff is like something that I've come into way more than before where I would get so like oh my god not everybody likes this it's like you know now it's kind of accepting the fact that not everybody likes this but when people do like it it's it's better that it's more into like a niche or uh not as absolutely yeah everybody likes it so it's something that I think that I've started to realize a lot more especially I feel like mine would probably be just like like appreciating like really small things and I, I mean obviously that sounds like kind of cliche to be like appreciate like the little things but like I feel like I have just become, especially since the start of quarantine, I feel like I've become genuinely like, like more happy 
throughout like my everyday life by just like appreciating like the tiny little things and just like appreciate like and like repeating like mantras like while like you're doing an everyday thing yeah about appreciating it you know because I just feel like I've just it's just made me like a lot more grateful to like be I don't know like alive and just like make me happier throughout like the smaller things that I've been doing you know absolutely yeah I've been writing like gratitude lists like I try to add to like a gratitude list every day just because just makes you feel a little bit better about life you know it it, yeah it is kind of cliche but it works it genuinely works (laughs) so it's very easy right now to get caught up in your own head especially like yeah what's going on and you're just like what like at least for like us I'm always like no there's no shows how are people gonna find our music you know and it's it's really cool that you reached out because it's like I don't you, you know stuff like this that's like really cool that we've been we've been able to do recently yeah absolutely. so you guys just released your new track nobody loves you august 14th is there anything else you want to get the word out about right now we just decided on the release date actually for the next song it's going to be on september 17th we're going to have a new song called lost and lonely it's definitely very different than uh nobody loves you it's a little bit more uh emo okay yeah it's yeah, that's when that song will come out and a couple other things along with that. We just did a live video last weekend. I was playing a few songs and recorded it and that'll come out in episodes probably sometime next month, maybe October. We're going to mix it this weekend, so we'll see. Nice. Yeah, I saw you guys posted like a couple other like live session videos. Get yeah. That cool. online presence. Yeah, exactly. It's like trying to figure out the content. Yeah. The first band that I interviewed, uh, We Are the Trees from Northern Ireland, the reason that I picked them for the interview was because they are doing something really unique where they live in different countries. So two of them live in Northern Ireland, one of them lives in London, one of them's in Liverpool. And they, that's like how they've been since they started the band. And they've been making music like through online, just like sending each other snippets and stuff and putting it together for like a year now and I just thought that's that's so interesting that you have been doing that and it's like almost nothing has changed in a sense you know at least with your job at least with the music because you're stuck inside but you can still kind of use that and um and make what you want to make how do you find all this music Spotify uh a lot of just like deep diving in um last fm similar artists and is that how you found us i'm just curious like i'm, I'm genuinely curious like it helps us to you guys out. you guys were on my my release radar on spotify so i think i'd i'd like listen to enough similar bands that oh. you popped up on there you know that's 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 cool that 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 stuff actually works <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's, yeah it's reassuring the algorithms are working in your favor Oh my gosh, finally. <laughs> uh, yeah. Cool. Well, that, that was all my questions. Do you guys have anything else you want to say? Um, I mean, thank you so much for like having us. Like, Absolutely, it's, yeah. It's like so, it's so, I don't know, like not being able to play shows, it's really difficult to like not meet people through music, but like it's been nice to like do a few things like this and like meet you and you know, talking everything. So thank you so much for having us. Like you're so lovely. Thank you. Yeah, thank you.
thank you. Thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. It's always it's always really fun doing this and meeting new people and stuff. Yeah, this is, this is good, right? Thank you so much. Yeah.